Welcome to a series of netcasts brought to you by Yale University. The Yale Center for Clinical Investigation is a one-stop shop for Yale researchers who want to do clinical or translational research that comprises a host of resources and activities. Evaluating the varied multi-million dollar operation falls to Sarah Rockwell. This is Colleen Chaddix for the Yale Office of Public Affairs and Communications talking with Dr. Rockwell about that work. Now, Yale has chosen a very pragmatic approach in doing this evaluation. Tell me why you went that particular route. As, as we developed our evaluation program, the thing that we wanted to focus on and thought was the most important was evaluating how the different components of the YCCI benefited our students, our faculty, our clinical and translational researchers. We focused on that element with our program. Now, there are a lot of those elements, very varied. How do you challenge, how do you meet the challenge of evaluating that kind of diversity? That's a real challenge. You've hit the nail on the head with Mm -hmm. that question. Um, The metrics that you would need to evaluate the value of an educational program, like our investigational medicine program, would be very different than the metrics you'd use to look at a magnetic resonance core or a protein or genomics core or the metrics that you'd use to evaluate the clinical trials office. So we're really developing metrics for each and every component separately based on the characteristics of that component and the way that the faculty and the investigators use them. But now, most of us would be using more than one component, right? I might be a YCCI scholar, and I'm using a couple of the cores to do my research, and I'm getting help with recruitment. So how do you separate out what works and what doesn't? You're absolutely right. Most of our investigators would use several different components of the YCCI. What we would do would be to evaluate each component separately and look at the effectiveness of that component then we would build on that to get an overall evaluation of the effectiveness of the YCCI. So that we would look, for example, for students and trainees at how well um, the YCCI clinical trials assistance helped them. We might also look at the availability of the equipment core facilities Mm -hmm. to those individuals. We do the same sort of analyses for more senior faculty who might have a different set of needs and a different set of uses for the different facilities. Now, of course, the whole point of YCCI is to knock down barriers to essentially make things easier for researchers. You can't do evaluations, of course, if you don't have data. So how do you get that data from them to do, their, to do your evaluations without being unduly burdensome? That's a good question. When we started the YCCI, I think we asked too many questions of our investigators, uh-huh. and we did too much manual sorting of databases for the different cores and components. We're trying to streamline this and automate this. We do go to the investigators periodically, to question them with brief questionnaires Mm -hmm. on their use of cores, where they thought the strength and weaknesses of the cores were. Um, However, we also use other mechanisms of evaluation. For example, most of the cores are set up with user groups who advise the core facility, um, telling them 
what they feel about the ease of using the facility, whether they think new equipment is needed, mm-hmm. whether they think new training modules are needed. We talk to those core facility um, advisory cores, and we look at their reports. We also talk to the directors of the cores and get their viewpoint on what they need and what they can do better and their evaluations. Sometimes they're their own harshest critics and give the most incisive um, evaluations of the strengths and the weaknesses of their cores. We also gather some independent metrics that we can gather without going to the faculty to mm-hmm. ask for information. For example, we can look at the publications that our investigators are publishing um, and submitting to PubMed Central in the NIH database, and we can evaluate which cores they are using and mm-hmm. what kind of journals they're publishing in. Do we have good mixes of investigators on those papers that suggest that new collaborations are developing? Mm-hmm. So we, we use those automatic feeds. We can do that search ourselves. We don't need to, to bother investigators for that information. And that parallels some work you're doing federally, correct? Yes, it does. Um, as the Associate Dean for Scientific Affairs, I've been very involved with a group in Washington called the Federal Demonstration Partnership. That's a group of 120 research universities, the federal grant-making agencies, and some other federal agencies like the Office of Management and Budget and the OSTP that get together three times a year to work on problems related to the administration of federally sponsored research. Mm -hmm. And one of the charters of that group, which is set up under the National Academy of Sciences, is to look at ways to reduce the administrative burden on investigators who are performing research and on their institutions. We look for ways that we can streamline federal processes. We look at ways that we can harmonize the regulations of different agencies like the NIH and the NSF so that an investigator working with funding from both agencies has the same rules that apply Mm -hmm. to all of their research. We also look at institutional requirements to see when institutional requirements put on additional burdens that are not mandated by the federal rules. The whole goal here is to ensure that our faculty and our researchers are fully compliant with all the federal regulations and with the ethical underpinnings of those regulations so that we do work here that rises to the highest possible Mm -hmm. ethical standards, but still to streamline the process of compliance so that our scientists and our clinical researchers are free to do their research and not spending all day filling out forms and doing needless documentation. We want to find that balance between optimal oversight of research and optimal care with research and also the minimization of unnecessary regulatory burden. Let's talk about one area where your evaluation work at YCCI has already made a difference, pilot funding. Can you talk about some of the changes that have happened there? Sure. When, when we began giving pilot grants through the YCCI, we picked some areas that we thought would be useful and where pilot money might encourage investigators to begin new projects, to build new collaborations, and to begin new areas of research. Some of those areas we found were very popular, that Mm -hmm. we got large numbers, more than we could fund, many more than we could fund, of very high-quality applications. Um, The projects that we funded in those areas did very well. The preliminary data were interesting. The investigators went on to get federal grants to expand and extend their research. 
Other areas, we had fewer applications. They weren't the same quality. The research did not rise to the same level. Mm -hmm. As we went on into our, our second and third year of funding, we revised our pilot programs to emphasize the areas where we thought the pilot money was doing the most good so that we downplayed some areas. We eliminated some from future funding. We added to others. We also added some new areas of research that really began to develop since we began the Mm -hmm. YCCI. So there was a change in the emphasis of the pilots. We also found that in some areas our pilot projects were not large enough, that Mm -hmm. we needed to give more money a longer period of time to do the research. Community-based research especially was that way. You you need time in the community to develop liaisons and to do an effective research project in the community. We also found areas where very small amounts of money could really stimulate a research effort. For example, a new investigator, one of our YCCI fellows, might be able to use five or $10,000 very effectively to use an expensive core facility mm-hmm. to prove that they could do work in a specific area with, with a very sophisticated core and then use those preliminary data to develop a project that went on for external funding and led to a major career-advancing research project. Thank you. That was Dr. Sarah Rockwell, Associate Dean for Scientific Affairs at the School of Medicine, talking about her role as director of the YCCI Evaluation Program.